Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? listening to find out because we are all multi-hyphenate beings so join me on the ride it's getting deep i'm back yeah i'm totally back and um it feels kind of awkward and it feels kind of weird that i was gone for so long but here I am. And so this episode is all about part two of the journey of going on, I feel like, which was a forever of a road trip. Actually, you know, when you look back upon the moments that you take, um, it seems to have gone quite fast. But when I was in the moment, it seemed like it was so slow and so long. So here we go. I'm just going to share with you a little bit of part two of my journey across America. Okay, so I think the last time I left off the show with you on part one, I told you about my crazy adventure up the northern route and I went to Colorado, which was just magical. If you didn't hear that episode, make sure you chime back to episode number 183 to hear part one. But Colorado in the summertime is just pure bliss. It's so glorious. But as you can probably hear in my voice, I'm still a little bit of what I can say. Um, I'm still a little tired. My body is still a little cramped. I feel like I was, if you've ever driven for that long by yourself, um, or at least you doing all the driving, I feel like someone curled me up in the smallest ball possible stuffed me in a bag and pounded me with a mallet and broke all my bones. Yeah, so I'm here. I'm alive. I'm well. We made it. You're going to hear the story about what happened. <clears throat> but I, it's, it sounds like I brought allergies along with me. I don't know what's going on. Anyways, we're here. We're back. Let's just kick off the show. Um, When I was in Kansas City, I mentioned I... It's like I felt homesick for being there, back there again. There was so much space. Poppy loved my dad's backyard with all of the grass. I loved it too. The moments that I did to just stop and take a breath in the moment in time, I needed that. I needed that. I hesitated for the longest time going back to Kansas City, back to the place where I was born and raised and went through a lot of traumatic events in my life. And I revisited all the energetic, I'll call them vortex of it all. And I felt like I had evolved and I had become clear within my consciousness that I was strong enough to go back there. And guess what? I was. I got to see everything from the external bird's eye view. Um, I got to see my father and the way that he behaves. Um... And how it perhaps triggered me with his actions and behaviors when I was a child and how I react to them as an adult now. And I have to say, 
I'm very proud of myself. Um, I'm very proud of myself for continuing to stand and stay rooted into who I am as a woman and to who I have grown into, my ethics, my ethos, what, what you want to call it, and just where I'm going, what I stand for, my lifestyle, and my own personal journey. Um, yeah, it's all of the work that I've done whether it's through therapy, whether it's through yoga, whether it's through um, energetics, whether it's through, you know, animal Reiki with my dog and just feeling her energy. Um, it's all working. And by the way, if you have any questions about energetics and want to know more about how I work with my energetics with clients, feel free to DM me at just to be an honest KB. Remember, Bean has no G. But anyways, it really threw me some colors out there. So yeah, I had some touchy, rocky emotions going on in the beginning of my visit in Kansas. But, um, you know, I found something to be quite evident that we all, you know, I was specifically, I was being in my own space, in my own piece of time, whether that was going for morning walks and watching the sunrise and doing my yoga, my sun salutations in my own space, in my own room, step-by-step -step moments, not planning too far ahead, whether that was taking a moment, 15, 30 minutes, bits of time and sitting on the hammock, which I love so much, and literally letting my feet feel lifeless off the earth and floating back and forth on the hammock. There's something truly powerful and healing about that. The hammock. I mean, it was a hammock, but that gravitational just like push, that coddling, almost like the hammock was rocking me and nurturing me. I'm telling you, this trip was healing for me as well. So I bid adieu to Kansas City. I got to see some great friends um, safely, of course. Got to do my amazing swimming in the 50-meter pool, the pool that I loved so dearly growing up. And I went on my way. Poppy and I were venturing back on the highway. I tell you, that girl loves a car ride, but when she senses my speed ramping up a little bit, she knows. She's like, we're on the damn highway again, aren't we? How long are we going to be in the car? And she was such a good girl. She just laid down in the back the whole time. Just, I mean, kind of was in a state of euphoria. I think that's what happens, but I would have to reach back there to see if she was breathing. Um, she was so good. And um, she got some extra treats. Um, I think that's a great segue right now. <laughs> Did you see what I did there? Treats. <laughs> um, so when I speak of treats, when I was shopping for Poppy in Kansas City, I went to this one store and it didn't quite have the pet food that I was working with, um, especially on the road. I give her a lot of um, greens and carrots and watermelons and cooked rice, but I have to supplement it with some sort of meat option. And the place that I was going to did not have exactly what I was looking for. So anyways, I got what I could find. And, um, 
And they also were like, here, you can have these free treats. Okay, I know, I know, everyone loves a freebie out there. Everyone loves a freebie. But I'm not going to put anything, just like I don't put anything in my body, into my dog's body. I'm not going to just give her the free treats. I was reading over the ingredients, and I'm like, mm, not so sure I want to give her that, and that, and that, and that, and that. So time and time again, I came well prepared um, with my favorite dog treat by Botanical Bones. Poppy absolutely loves them. I mean, I can't even describe the look on her face. When I get the bag out, she knows. She could smell it from like 3,000 miles away probably. And she sits down immediately straight up like a show dog and she's looking at me and just like I'm ready I'm ready I'm doing a good thing if I say poppy down she is down to the floor like like a little army surgeon um so anyways I do want to share this opportunity with y'all to get 10% off some botanical bones I'm telling you your animal will love you for life they will go in their crate in one split second, if you're having trouble getting your dog in the crate, they'll go in there. If you need your dog to come to you and they are trying to run away, perhaps, they'll come to you. I love it because it has ashwagandha, they have blueberries, they have peanut butter, pumpkin, they have uh, chia seeds in them, all these all these ingredients in there, right? The reishi, um, the chaga. Okay, you're just going to have to check it out for yourself. And plus, you could probably, I'm not going to, seriously, I'm not lying here. I took a bite. Yeah, that's how good they are. Human-grade ingredients um, made by the lovely Rachel. I love Rachel. She is based in Asheville, North Carolina. So some support this small business as well. I'm going on and on and on about the dog treats, but I'm obsessed as well. So support Rachel in her mission to create a better dog treat out there with Botanical Bones. You can visit them at botanicalbones.com. I have all the links in my show notes, but I wanted to let you guys know if you want to purchase one or all three of the packs, I have all three, of course, because they go up quite quickly, um, you guys can get 10% off by using code HONEST10. That's H-O-N-E-S-T, the number 10. And I will have all the information in my show notes. You can also follow along on my Instagram and I will tag it up there when this episode goes live so you can just take a little screenshot. I highly recommend all of them, but I think Poppy likes the inner glow the most. I don't know. I could just be making that up. I think she likes all of them. Um, okay, so anyways, what I was saying is that Poppy got some extra treats because she was so good. Um, and I definitely packed those botanical bones with me. So anyways, I journeyed away from Kansas City <clears throat> onto southwest Kansas to where my sister lives, which is about seven hours away. Quite a long journey, I have to say. I feel like I was more comfortable on the way to Kansas City on the northern route, maybe because I had a massage before I left and my body just felt so relaxed. And then I worked out a lot when I was in Kansas City. I swam, I ran, I walked. It was literally like 100 degrees with 100% humidity. It was hot. My body went through a lot. Mentally too, ugh, 
yeah, I went through some mental stuff there, as I just mentioned, but we got through it. I did some yoga. Anyways, on the way back, the southern route, which is the boring route, I, guys, if you can take the northern route, I highly recommend, but the southern route, yeah, my body was feeling a little crampy. My hip flexors were like, I'm screaming, can you hear me? Yes, I heard them loud and clear, I promise. So I got to Sublette, Kansas, where my oldest sister lives with her four children, soon to be five. Um, It's a farm town. It's a farm town. KB is not really a farm girl, but I can appreciate the farm. And um, we got there. All the kids were so excited. Of course, Poppy didn't know what to do with herself. Kids are coming at her from all angles. She is like, what is going on? It was hard for me to control her. It was insane. It was so great. I have to say this about my sister. She is one of the most amazing mothers in the whole world. I know a lot of mothers out there are amazing, but I just watched her and I'm like, how are you, how are you doing this? She has home births. She homeschools her kids for the most part. And she is, I feel like she's so patient, you know? Those kids are brilliant and they love each other. They're so supportive of one another. And they're just like this little tribe, if I could call it. This little tribe that bops around together. And I just told her, I said, you know what? You're such an amazing mother. I hope you know this. You probably don't give yourself enough credit. But anyways, I I, I told her I was so emotional with joy that, you know, for that one split second that I was there, because I was only there for about a day in total, it made me want to be a mother. You know, I am a dog mom. And she said, you're a great dog mom. You know, oh, I try. I think this road trip made me more relaxed with Poppy and just let her be a little more free. Um, but it just made me so emotional with joy to see how great of a mother my sister is to those children and how brilliant her kids are and how kind they are and how loving they are to one another and how just innovative they are with their word choices. That's why I love kids. They're just, you listen to them, the innocence of them, and they just, they'll tell it to you if you really listen to them. So this is my words of advice to you. As adults, I find that we move way too fast. We try to say things that others want us to say. Kids, they saunter. That's a great word. They saunter around life. They really stroll and look at everything. They don't talk too quickly. They talk a little bit more mindfully and actually say what they think and feel which is brilliant. We all need to learn a little bit more about that. We all need to engage and accept that and hold space for that. We can learn so much from kids because guess what? We're all still little kids. We just need to bring it back out. Okay? Decondition the programming that we went through. Our 30 some odd years, 40 some odd years, 50 some odd years, whatever. Take away time and go back into that energy. Okay, that was also talking about time. (laughs) 
you know what? I found, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but I found it highly ironic that, okay, so I wear, uh, this is not an ad, but I wear a Fitbit every day. I don't anymore because I was driving through Colorado in the altitude, maybe it was the altitude that did it. My Fitbit started like vibrating incessantly and I'm highly affected by energy to the point where I felt like it was shocking me and I was like, and it was flashing, vibrating. I don't know. All of a sudden I was like, I have to take this thing off. So I took it off and then found out later it was just blank. It died. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And that thing, that obsessiveness went through my head of how am I going to count my steps? How am I going to know how far I'm running? How am I going to know what time it is? And that whole thought in my brain kind of panicked me for a little bit until I took a deep breath and just said, why don't you just, why don't you just be, why don't you just do, why don't you just experience, just experience. So I did. And I find in those moments, I'm a lot happier when I don't feel like I'm in some sort of construct. Um, I highly recommend you guys taking off your watch, your Apple watch, whatever it is that's keeping you regimented. If you're self-motivated already, you don't need that motivation. And I find that I walk more, I walk more exploratory when I don't have those things on. Um, it really opens up my eyes. I found it very ironic that that happened when I left out of town. So the watch is still broken. I'm still sauntering around. Yay, I'm sauntering now. Um, and you know what? It's all good. It's all good. Okay, so who knows? Maybe I'll get another watch someday, but we'll see for now. At least I have a phone that works. <laughs> right? So anyways, I was in Sublette for that very short period of time. And then, bright and early on the 27th, Poppy's nine-month birthday. She's nine months now. Oh my gosh, my little, my little weasel is like a big weasel now. And she's getting better and better as the day moves on. But anyways, I took my 10-year-old niece with me. Yep. She got in the car, we packed her the night before, and me, Poppy, and Dinah, my 10-year-old niece, the oldest of soon-to-be five, we went on this journey across America on the way back to Santa Barbara. Let me tell you, that girl is amazing. She helped me. She helped Poppy. We were such a good little crew. She helped Poppy get the water ball out when we had to make stops in the 100-degree rest area stops. You know, we were just like so great together. Um, <laughs> it made me feel like I was her mom and that like I could do this. Like if I was a parent, maybe like if I got a Dinah, then I could do it. But she is one in a million. She is such a strong, fierce, honest little woman she is so brave. She is so helpful. She is so gracious. She would thank me and um, 
over and over again, thank you for taking me with you. Thank you for taking me on this journey. And, um, you know what? I'm, I'm so excited that she got to come with me. We did have a little hiccup, um, (laughs) driving along the way, my poor little Prius, um, a uh, bless, bless nature, a coyote. (laughs) I don't know why animals do this. Why do animals run across the street? I don't know. If you're an animal psychologist, please let me know why they do this. I always wondered that when squirrels just run in front of your car. So anyways, this coyote blindsided us completely fine. We were completely fine. We barely felt it. My car felt it. I mean, we didn't feel anything. It was a boonk, like literally a thud. And I see this thing out in my rearview mirror running away. I mean, we're going speed limit down the highway to road highway, nothing around us. So I said, oh, maybe, I mean, the dog didn't even wake up, guys. That's how it was like nothing. So I pull over my car. I don't even know if I want to post this on Instagram because whatever. But the bumper, we all know if you drive a Prius, it's like, it's like an eggshell it looked worse than it was. I felt bad for the um, little coyote. But anyways, let's just say the car has to go in the shop. (laughs) It looks pretty bad and they have to do quite a lot of repairs on my little bumper and the light and poor little twink twink. That's what I call my car, little twinkle. She's not looking very twinkly right now. She's looking a little dull. So um, we'll get her all ship shape and fixed up. We are safe. You know, we prayed to God um, after that happened. And God just kept us safe along the way. It's You know, things like that are huge wake-up calls to focus, to pay attention. I mean, I was paying attention, but... To really focus on our surroundings and the signs around us, you know. Um, So, we're safe. We made it in one piece. We got to Flagstaff. We were so exhausted. I mean, we drove probably 12 hours that day. Oh my gosh. Can I even tell you, like, when you start to drive for long periods of time and you are just like, (laughs) making weird noises and she's like like you're like I'm going crazy and you're starting to like try to move in your seat and like do car stretches and like roll your neck and there's nothing on the radio the southern route has nothing on the radio I'm telling you right now I not nothing against country music but I don't like this particular kind of country music it was not my pop country Um, and that's what it was the whole way. I couldn't even find NPR for like a while. I I was searching for my classical, my symphonies, nothing. Where the Northern route, I got my classical, got my symphonies, had my praise God music. I had my, um, you know, at one point I had some like Irish melody going on. And this one, it was just nothing. It was a whole lot of static, to be honest with you. It was me scanning, you know, over and over again. It was, it was not my cup of tea. So I think it would have helped if we had a little better tune. I mean, I guess I could have turned on a podcast, but, uh, you know, sometimes silence is bliss, right? Um, 
so the last hour of hour and a half of our journey the next day because we had an eight hour drive the next day through the desert pretty much the whole time so hot yeah so hot did you know that the desert's hot well guess what it's so hot it's so hot <laughs> um but we had a great time uh the last hour and a half we played a game of would you rather and let me tell you whether you're in the car with your niece um, or someone even you don't know, maybe you're going on a road trip with a significant other, a new significant other, maybe someone you want to date. I'm telling you, a game of would you rather is the best icebreaker. It is something that you will be basically be able to find out so much about the other person in just a short period of time or a long period of time. So we played a game of would you rather and... Um, and tell you that was quite fun um nothing like having a 10 year old in the car making you feel youthful again I really needed that I really needed that so <laughs> we made it to Santa Barbara I'm telling you the last 20 minutes is the hardest because you're like I want to get there get me there my legs feel like they're gonna fall off maybe they already fell off I can't feel them my right butt cheek my left butt cheek is numb my sciatica is coming back what is happening I can smell myself this is gross Poppy's pissed at me for life. I'm thirsty. I ran out of water in the desert. You get the point. So anyways, I dropped my niece off at my mother's house, which is about 15 minutes from where I live. And I got emotional. Here we go again. I got emotional. I was going to be alone without my little partner in crime. I mean, I had Poppy. But I was, I think I was just exhausted, mentally and physically exhausted. I had a breakdown, you know, when I got home to my place and I was just like, I don't have a yard here for Poppy to run around in and she misses the yard and I, I, I'm alone and no one's helping me bring the stuff in the house. I mean, physically and mentally exhausted and you have to unload your car, your car's bashed up you know, you walk into the house and you're like, I have to put all this stuff away. And of course, I didn't have to, but Virgo here, I have to put everything away, right? Before I do anything, before I stretch my legs, before I go to the bathroom, before I get myself something to eat, before I shower, I have to put everything away in its correct place. Luckily, all my laundry was done. But I had a breakdown and I just want to let you guys all know that no matter where you go, no matter where you are, no matter who you're with at moments of time, you are still there. If that makes sense to you, you are still there, your mental space, what have you. And no matter if you are taking care of someone else along the journey or whether you're focusing on trying to distract yourself, maybe that's going to a different environment, you are always still there. My most important point to end this episode is that, you know, we live in a world that is highly, I'm going to use this word, combustion, combustive. Um, you can basically 
spiral very easily. You can distract yourself from that spiral. You can take yourself into a different environment, go on the road trip, get out of your little house. Um, you can see everything else that's magical. But if you don't realize what's going on at every given time at the root core with yourself, mentally and physically, you absolutely cannot experience any of those beautiful, magnificent environments that you go to or the people that you're visiting or the people that you long to take care of. You have to remember to put yourself first. And I know that sounds selfish, but you have to. Because without yourself, without yourself, there's no one else that you can help. And to be honest with you, this is also a call out to um, just mental health awareness. You know, Simone Biles stepping away from the all-around competition in gymnastics in the Olympics. Good for her. That speaks such clarity, such clarity to us all. That, you know, whether we're spiraling and twisting in the air and we don't know how we're going to land, we can be doing the exact same thing walking physically through life. We can be mentally spiraling and twisting in our mind at a constant. And you have to realize that you are allowed to put your hand up, make that pause sign, allow yourself to stop, step back, take a breath, take a break for yourself whenever you need to, whenever you start to get overwhelmed with anything in life, whether that's even driving on the highway, you're allowed to pull over, take a rest, okay? Nothing in life needs to be in a hurry. Nothing in life needs to be to perfection, right? Take a break, reassess, okay? Remember, I'm just being honest. That's why this, this podcast was created, the people that I work with, guys, clarity of consciousness, that's what we're working with. When we are all clearer about our physical plane, about what we're working with, this world, I truly believe, can be a better place. Our interactions with one another, our interactions with ourselves, our health, our wellness, what we put in our body, what we put out into the universe, you know? the environment, how we treat this mother earth, all of it, all of it, clarity of consciousness. So join me if you'd like to just be honest on your journey. If you want to jump into a free call, I'm gifting you all a free call. If you want to know what I'm all about, how I can help you, everything's custom. I didn't mean for this to be such a pitch, but it just turned out to be. Um, I'm happy to share any information with you. Absolutely no strings attached. I'm here for you. And this is my calling in life to just be honest with you. So you can just be honest with yourself because guess what? <laughs> Being in a bag of flesh is really not that easy, you know? Um, so we must help one another. We must help one another. The conscious see the conscious. Okay. 
All right, guys, until next time, make sure if you have an animal or a friend with an animal and you want to provide their animal with some clean, healthy dog treats, head on over to Botanical Bones and put in the code HONEST10 for 10% off. Again, also, all the links will be in my show notes. I have a couple of other great links in there as well that you may want to check out, like Prima & Co. You know I love their products, their CBD that is broad spectrum from a clean source. Everything that I work with has got to be clean, non-toxic, or else it's hitting the boot. It's walking. It's going to be hitchhiking. <laughs> None of that in my life. I'm all about low tox, low toxic living. So um, also... Um, Ion Biome is another thing that I will have in there. So check it all out, all the information. If you have any more questions, please reach out to me. I'm a friend of yours. You're not alone. I want to tell you, you are not alone. I'm here for you. All right. Talk to you soon. Have an amazing end of the summer. I'll talk to you guys next week. We have a really cool guest coming back on. Something new. Great story. I just talked to him today. Um... We're going to talk again next week. So you're going to want to hear about this guest, their product that they came out with. You may want to try it, but you also really just may want to support their cause. So you'll want to tune in for that next week. Again, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. Send this on to a friend. Give us a five-star rating on Apple iTunes, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys.